0: Hey, hey, welcome to episode 72 of the Authors Read podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ryan. Today's guest is Carmen Victoria Gamper, and she'll read from her book, Flow to Learn, a 52-week parent's guide to recognize and support your child's flow state, the optimal condition for learning. For a child, playing and learning are the same, and that feels perfectly natural to them. During their spontaneous hands-on play with blocks, legos and dolls, or simply with sticks and pebbles, children effortlessly drop in and out of the deep, energized focus called the flow state. Psychology describes flow as optimal experience, and in education, flow is increasingly used to describe the optimal state for learning. Children are masters of flow, this state of deep focus and absorption occurs naturally during play when each step flows seamlessly into the next. Time is forgotten and small and big decisions are continuously made in a state of knowingness, willingness to risk, to be creative and to experiment. Flow is innate in all children, no matter into which culture they are born no matter their gender or economic status. The more children can play freely and spontaneously, the more they learn. As children, we are young masters of learning. If nurtured, learning in flow will continue into adulthood. During their focused, self-chosen play, children take charge of their experience and set their own meaningful goals. They stretch their comfort zone on their own terms while experimenting with their skills. This kind of state is very similar to what adults experience in their highest achievements in fields such as dance, sports, music and chess. When we allow children to be in flow, they get a taste of that fulfilling state and develop the basic flow skills that can later on lead to mastery. Mastery is an expression of flow and is developed during flow. An advanced skill set takes more than thinking, reading, hearing about, or just wanting something. Proficiency takes practice, and the most effective practice starts in childhood, when kids are naturally excited about an activity. Flow cannot be forced or directly instructed by a teacher or parent. Instead, it must be allowed to expand. It needs a place to be. Mainstream educational settings today are not conducive to flow. They actually obstruct and prevent flow. This reality is one we must examine. The one-size-fits-all classrooms, the strictly guided lessons, the frequent subject changes, the pressure to succeed on someone else's terms, and the underlying atmosphere of obedience and competition instead of collaboration and mentorship. All these elements and many more combine to suffocate a child's love for learning. What children need most is not direct instruction, even though that may be part of it. Given the right conditions, children have a natural curiosity, self-motivation, and they experience internal waves of intense willingness and openness to learning during play. In innovative education settings, where children are allowed to play, we have seen that kids clearly know how to learn. During their playful discovery and thought experiments that include natural learning curves based on trial and error, children form the mental and intellectual abilities needed not only to be in a flow state, but also academic skills. And they do that within an optimistic growth mindset I can learn this, I couldn't do it last week but today I can do it." Many hands-on experiences ensure that fundamental thinking capacities are being practiced and reinforced for permanence. There is a huge difference between scribbling fractions into a book and their practical counterparts, slicing a pizza or an apple into halves, quarters and eighths, sharing game tokens equally among friends or creating a budget for a school trip. The latter hands-on experiences are needed many times over in childhood, so the concept of fractions can be incorporated into our whole body knowingness. Then, when we calculate fractions on paper, math merely becomes what it's meant to be, a language for what we know firsthand, a language that helps us perceive the reality we know in more complex and involved ways, even allowing us to imagine things far beyond the everyday tangible experience. In flow, children learn how and when it is best to think and when it is better not to think. Being in flow shows children that there is a higher intelligence in us than our thoughts, an intelligence anchored in our bodies an inner organizing and integrated intelligence that can be trusted. They learn that practicing and trusting oneself are the avenues that repeatedly lead to success. Here are just a few examples of intellectual skills that most children learn with ease during their spontaneous play, even during a simple activity such as building a Lego tower. The following skills are all needed before academic can make sense to children. For instance, focusing on a chosen topic, problem solving and planning next steps, estimating and anticipating results, developing a strategy, calculating a risk, recognizing patterns and varieties, allowing the mind to rest from thought in order to open up to the light bulb or sudden knowing, cultivating positive-thinking versus negative-thinking habits. Conventionally, we think of intelligence in the context of an IQ score. Yet, neither academic nor intellectual skills completely determined a child's intelligence. Harvard psychologist Howard Gardner helped us tremendously to expand our traditional notion of intelligence with his theory of multiple intelligences. Yet, In order to deepen our understanding about the child's, and our own, intelligence, we need to go even further. A child's intelligence is determined also by their ability to connect and to feel connected. In fact, children develop very high intelligence through feeling connected. Intelligence is generated with the heart as well, and considers all sides of an issue in the context of genuine interest for what one is learning, while caring for all people, nature, and oneself. I'd like to thank Carmen for sharing her book with us today, and thank you for listening to the Author's Read podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Author's Read podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time!